What's up, you guys? Welcome to this episode of the All Gas, No Breaks, Living with Physical Disability Podcast. It's your boy, Daniel McDade. I'm a 43-year-old software engineer living in the suburbs of Dallas, Texas, and I've lived my entire life with severe physical disability. I want to kick off today's show with a trip down memory lane. I've often mentioned how difficult it was for many kids growing up to approach me. My situation was pretty intimidating, I think, to probably nine out of every 10 kids that I met. My situation is still pretty intimidating, even to adults that I meet today. It's almost like the questions were just sitting there with kids right under the surface, waiting to spill out. I could see it on their face. Hey, what's his story? Can he talk normal? Will he even understand me if I try to talk to him? Because of this initial apprehension, there was almost always an adjustment period for kids, where it was painfully obvious to me that a kid wanted to talk, but either didn't have the courage, or maybe they had the courage, but they just didn't know what to say. At some point, they would finally work up the nerve to say something. The following is probably a typical exchange you might have overheard. Hey, what's up? Can you talk? Hey, let's find out. How's it going? I'm good. So, like, what's wrong with you? Oh, man, that's a long story. You see, there was this biogenetics lab, and basically, I'm the result of a cloning experiment gone horribly wrong. A few kids would give awkward paws until their eyes basically glazed over. They weren't quite sure what to make of my bizarre explanation. In a way, it was kind of mean for me to pull this trick on them. I found out through the years that kids would pretty much believe anything I say, no matter how crazy the story. Um, obviously, these kids were not aware initially of my elite-level smart-ass ability, but if they chose to stick around, they quickly learned. If you're around my age, you may remember the movie Gattaca. This movie came out in 1997, starring Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman. Uh, this is a movie that takes place in the not-too-distant future. Um, it's a dystopian story. In this fictitious society, um, they've allowed a neo-eugenics movement to essentially shape the course of human evolution. Um, everybody that's born in this world is required to be placed on what's called a genetic registry. In this world... Children created via genetic engineering are called valids, while children conceived and born naturally, they're termed invalids. By injecting desirable traits into their unborn kids, parents have the ability to essentially create what we would call designer babies. You want little Danny to have blue eyes? Oh, okay, that's no problem. Oh, you want him to be a ginger? Well, that's an odd choice, but sure, we can, we can make that happen. You want him to be an athletic kid? Okay, we'll cook that up in the lab. These parents could predetermine much of the inherited genetic traits their children would get. And despite laws banning it in this world, people born the old-fashioned way, well, you know, they suffered from pretty rampant genetic discrimination. These quote-unquote invalids were pretty much passed over for all opportunities, professional, academic, pretty much all of it. They live their entire lives with a cultural stigma attached to their existence. 
the invalids are seen as quote-unquote less than their genetically engineered counterparts. You might be thinking, that's all well and good, but what in the world does this have to do with living a life with physical disability now? Well, in in this make-believe society, people weren't even born with physical disability. This was something that was weeded out from humankind at the genetic level. Parents would never choose to have a child with such imperfections as a physical disability. I mean, why would you willingly choose to have a kid like that? And if a person became disabled after their birth, well, you can imagine how that went for them in this fictitious society. Now, I realize this is just a movie plot, but since my own birth in 1978, there have been dramatic advancements in the fields of biotechnology, and specifically human genome editing. One such breakthrough is CRISPR. This scientific discovery was initially made in 1987, although we didn't really start to see real scientific application of the genome editing techniques it allowed for until about 15 years ago. CRISPR stands for Clustered Regularly Interspaced Short Palindromic Repeats. Now that's a real mouthful, isn't it? Um, But CRISPR is really just our own body's way of fighting off viruses that attempt to attack us at the DNA level. The scientific community has simply found a way to harness our own immune system's ability to do this. And in turn, they've created the ability to target specific DNA sequences to be sliced and diced using our own body's proteins. How could such genome editing be applied, you ask? The obvious answer, and the one most applicable to today's discussion, is that a future world might exist where genetic diseases could potentially be eradicated before a child is even born. Things like cystic fibrosis, hereditary blindness, or dare I say, my own condition, arthrogryposis, could not only be detected, but then genetically modified out of the unborn child. As we know, there are already several conditions which are detectable in the womb. Down syndrome, sickle cell disease, Duchenne's muscular dystrophy are all such examples. Imagine not only being able to detect any of these, but having the ability to correct the condition before birth. Currently, the only course of action is to either terminate pregnancy or decide to raise the child as is. I recently came across a study that showed about 90% of European pregnancies were terminated early when it was discovered that the unborn child had Down syndrome. Now, I'm not surprised that this percentage is high, although I do admit that percentage is a little bit higher than I thought it would be. I'm not sitting here on some moral high ground, passing judgment on the parents who had to make that difficult choice to terminate their pregnancy. Um, That decision is obviously laced with several moral dilemmas, and I don't envy parents who had to go through that decision. I do know that my own mother would never have made that choice if she had known my situation. But having said that, as someone who has lived his entire life with severe disability like I have, I cannot in good conscience advocate a future world where there are other kids and adults who are forced to live a life like I have. I just don't wish my life on anyone. You don't want this, and you certainly wouldn't want your future kid to have this either. All that being said, the application of these 
genome editing technologies is a more slippery slope than it might appear on the surface. Once we open Pandora's box, how do we stop the situation from becoming like that which we see in the movie Gattaca? Say we move forward using these technologies to treat genetic diseases. Great. Uh, I don't think many would find fault in eradicating diseases at the genetic level. Some might even say we have a moral imperative to do so. I mean, after all, how could we, as I said before, in good conscience, intentionally allow children and then those children become adults to suffer such pain and suffering? But how long before people become desensitized to the idea of applying this technology in more, shall we say, superficial ways? I want my child to have blue eyes. I want my child to have blonde hair. I want my child to be super smart. No, I want my child to be a great athlete. How do we stop that train? The answer is you probably can't, especially if there's money to be made. Many disability rights activists are especially concerned with the possible direction of this medical technology. In a world where the disabled are already marginalized, stigmatized, and viewed as less than, what do you think is going to happen when society effectively has both the desire and ability to, quote-unquote, freeze out the disabled from the gene pool entirely, when congenital disability has been erased from humankind, how will those dealing with disability after they're born be viewed? It seems as though folks like me would only be seen as even more marginalized in this world. You know, this debate will continue on long into the future. I don't know when this technology will mature enough to necessitate the legal, ethical, and moral discussions about its potential use and, well, eventual abuse, I, I, I may very well be long gone before it becomes a topic of true discussion. What do you guys think? Well, we've come to the end of this episode of the All Gas, No Breaks, Living with Physical Disability podcast. If you like the podcast and want to hear more, please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app. Also, please reach out to us on all social media channels, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you get a chance, please rate and review the podcast as it helps us grow. Until next time, this is Daniel McDade signing off. Keep the hammer down and never stop moving forward. Thanks for listening and have a great day.